Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where you take a great pop music album and break it down track by track. And from two seniors on the turntable this week, we've got Junior by Rocksop. And Dan, I'm offering a senior citizen special this week. Oh, what is it? Because I'll probably take it. I do like an offer. You get uh, a starter, a main course, a dessert, biscuits and cheese, oh. and a, a complimentary drink of your choice for £15. My drink is uh, usually champagne. Is that... Uh, asterisk, uh, limited drink supplied. Mm, that's a shame. Uh, you can have a pint of Foster's, oh. uh, a pint of Strongbow, mm. a glass of House White, a glass of House Red. I've tried your House Wines, they're not good. Or uh, a bottle of Smirnoff Ice. Oh, it's back. Or a soft drink. No, it's no, back. Not a soft drink, no. Uh, but only if you get all that for £15, only if you listen to today's episode, 70, at least 75% of today's episode. Right. I'll fast forward this first 25% because it's all mumbo jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's not about the seniors today. It's all about Junior, as in Roiksop's album, Junior. Uh, Roiksop. Uh, been together since 1998. We've got Svein and Todd uh from North Norway. And why they is that in a, have. Why is that in a Brummie accent? <laughs> yeah, it's just near Wolverhampton. <laughs> <laughs> well, across, it might be latitude. Or is that longitude? Oh no. I'm confusing myself. Don't get yourself into a conversation where you're already out of your depth. Hmm. Uh, uh, like at the deep end of that swimming pool, when and that I, lifeguard had to dive in and, and give you mouth to mouth. And Dan... It was all real. It Promise. was absolutely gorgeous. It was. <laughs> but I definitely saw you come back to life quicker than you let on to him. I, I saw you. Also, you stuck your tongue in as well. It was a bit obvious. <laughs> a bit desperate. And Dan, do you know what the word roiksop actually means when translated? Uh, for the purpose of this podcast, Will, no. What does it mean? Uh, it means uh, basically a type of mushroom. Oh. You can take take make of that what you will. Hmm. Why are we talking about this particular album? Oh, first of all, actually, loving Roiksop in 2022 still. Yeah, this is big news, isn't it? I mean, we've talked about Roiksop this year already on the new music drop with their track, The Ladder. And then since then, they've come back with the incredible, impossible, with Alison Goldfrapp. But yeah, when we first had Roiks Up on the long list, they weren't doing albums anymore, were they? No, and we didn't know when they first released the song um, more recently, we didn't really know what was going to be happening with it. We were just, it was just great to hear some new music with that first track, The Ladder, and then this track with um, Alison Lovey came out. And Dan, it was so good, I had to text you. You did. You think you texted me the was it the exploding head emoji or was it the mm. something along those lines? Yeah, the emoji, not one of those horrible gifts of an exploding head taken from a horror film. They're oh, awful. No, they put the willies right up. You don't know those kind of things. Mm. But speaking of exploding heads, yes. 
And of course, the upcoming project is called Profound Mysteries and due later this year in May, I think. But no, I called it a project, not an album, because they did say the inevitable end was their final album. So it might be an EP, maybe, or just some more, just some more standalones, maybe. I think it's a, a collection of songs with accompanying uh, uh, something or other, which makes it not just an album. I don't think they want to go. I don't, they, want, they want to go back on themselves. Good for them, actually. I I, I appreciate mm. that. I admire that. Yeah, good for them to not to contradict themselves. Mm. Um, we'd, we'd never do that. We, we'd never do that. No, no. Why are we talking about Junior uh, on today's episode? Uh, because Junior turns 13 this week. Junior becomes a teenager. Oh, the terrible teens. Mm. I bet you were stopping all over right the place. little toe rag. I-, I was a bit moody more mm. than a handful, but I can imagine you caused your mother ruddy hell. I was a saint. I was like one of those little... little Boys raised by a, a vicar or something like that. Oh, no, that's probably sounding much worse oh, than I intended to. No, no. I meant, you know. Corrupted. <laughs> I was doing the baking with grandma and all that kind of stuff, helping mum around the house. Ah, oh, whilst your siblings were creating merry hell, I expect. Yeah, I was cleaning up after them. That explains why you're such a nuisance and a nightmare now. Yes, I'm having my teen years now. I mean, I, late 30s. You did have to tell me off before we started recording today, actually. Did I? You said if I don't pack it in, then we're not doing an episode today. Yeah, and actually you sat, you sat still and sat down pretty damn quickly. Mm. I went, sorry. Uh, so this, I mean, Royksop have been all over the place in terms of their genres, their influences, the styles that they've gone through. Uh, but I have to say, and Dan, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, no, actually, don't correct me if I'm wrong. I don't, I'd uh, like to. But Junior feels like one of their most track-by-trackable uh, pop out closest to pop albums yeah definitely i think not just because of the sounds they're making here but also with the acts that they're working with on this album it feels very track by trackable there's one particular artist well i'm sure you can't imagine who on earth it is oh but there's an artist on this album that and correct me if i'm wrong i don't think we've actually ever spoken about her on a song before i think i've just mentioned her about three thousand times over the last few years. So I'm very excited for that. Well, Dan, if you can just keep the wolf from the door a little bit longer, because we haven't got long to wait right. to talk about that artist. But let's kick off, shall we, with side one, track one. Yes, here we go. And this is Happy Up Here. So happy up here then, track one. And as you said, Will, this is probably the most track-by-trackable album from Up. And I think instantly it showcases that kind of shinier, poppier sound, whereas their debut album was more a chilled-out kind of ambient affair. And then the follow-up was a little bit more kind of techno-inspired, maybe a bit of techno, a bit of trance. But here, from the off, it's shiny it's happy 
they're shiny happy people i think yeah, it's, it's a wonderful... Also, Ambient Affair sounds like one of those Glade plugins that you can get <laughs> uh, that squirts out a bit every 20 minutes. It does. And I do like with those that, you know, sometimes it's called Black Cherry and you think, oh, well, I know what Black Cherry smells like. And sometimes it's called like Christmas Night and I can almost imagine that. And then it is called something like Ambient Affair. And you think, well, what the hell is that supposed to sound like? Uh, smell like? But Will, what does this Ambient Affair, and it's not an Ambient Affair, sound like? Well, I'll tell you what it feels like. It feels like a really perky, positive start. And I do like the fact that this album is called Junior and it has this kind of, for the most part, a much lighter touch to it. And where the the following album, Senior, is something a little bit darker, a little bit more moody. And and this this is definitely the case from the word go here. There's no like moody 30 second uh, scene setting uh, track at the start. This goes straight in and it almost launches straight into that really bouncy melody that runs all the way through. Yeah. And it feels like it could be the theme from a video game or a kid, even like a kid's TV show or something like that. It just feels I can I feel like I can see primary colors when I'm listening to this track and it wasn't until after I'd, I mean, I thought that from the off. It wasn't until later, looking into uh, mm. the album and the projects and everything like that, I saw that the video was uh, featured elements from Space Raiders. Oh. The game, not not the crisps, the game. Or the frozen potato, onion-flavoured potato shapes you can now get from Iceland. Yeah, they, they do hula hoops as well. Oh, Dan, also, just you mentioned seeing primary colours. You've not got one of your heads coming on, have you? Oh, maybe they're floating around. I've got floaters. Oh, no. Well, just, just get in there with a coat hanger. <laughs> I want to use a bread knife, but I'll just whack it through the <laughs> dishwasher. It'll be fine, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> if you need to cut some bread straight after, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. No. Now, this was the first track to be released from the album, wasn't it? So it was the first taste of new music we had back in 2009 from Royxop. And I remember the first time I heard this, and I didn't know it was them. So I had this real, like, wow moment. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, when I discovered it was them, because uh, it was really, a really lovely, refreshing change of direction. Well, not a complete change of direction, but just an update and a different, a different sound for them. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was just a lovely moment. It's interesting. Have you seen the remixes for this for the, that are on the single release? I have, but refresh my memory. Well, excuse my language, but there's a Holy Duck remix. Is that if you typed it out on, on your phone, it would correct yeah. to that? Yeah, predictive messages. Like when I keep, when I always text you and it always comes up saying, oh, duck off. Yeah, <laughs> daily, <laughs> actually. Please, won't you just duck off? Go duck yourself. And your ducking mother. <laughs> uh, so it got to number 44 in the UK singles chart when it was released. Yes. So this was released in March of 2009. It entered the charts at number 57. When it did, number one was Pokerface by Lady Gaga. But also in the top 10 that week, you've got the likes of Halo by Beyonce, You Somebody by Kings of Leon, My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson, and... Jenkins, West, Jones and Gibb with Islands in the Stream. Islands in the Stream, that is what we are. 
Uh, also, so. Dan, just to correct you, it was my life would duck without you. Oh, yeah. So sorry. And as you'd imagine from a workshop album, there are some samples on here. Uh, this one features Do That Stuff by Parliament. If you didn't know, Parliament are an American funk band formed way back in 1968. One of the founding members, George Clinton, he is an elder man now, but he still tours. I'm sure I've seen him more than once on the Glastonbury set list. Uh, line-up poster, I mean. Good. Right, let's have a good number two now. And this is a very good one. It's the girl in the robot. So the girl and the robot there featuring her royal highness of pop Robin. And this was Drew this was Robin's imperial phase, wasn't it? Because it must have been around the time of body talk uh etc uh and this for me nothing else on this album comes close to this song sorry i just had to say it I could dance around it all we want but it's true oh, god you've said it now will but quite right this is this is my favorite rogue Sop song of all time this is possibly my favorite robin song of all time which that feels difficult to say when with every heartbeat exists in the world but i think that's true and also, it's just one of my favourite synth-pop songs of all time. It's just beyond epic. It's got a wonderful kind of wall of electronica. That was nice. <laughs> uh, that's uh, just omnipresent mm. all the way through, all the way through the track. And this is very much at the, or was very much at the cutting edge of electronic music, electronic pop music. Back yeah. in 2009. And I remember when this came out, everyone, everyone went bloody apeshit for it. Well, they did. And, you know, maybe I won't cut to the mustard yet, but, you know, this was a single. And this should have been as big as some of Robin's biggest hits. I'm sure, you know, I think, and I'm sure you'd agree, but it wasn't, was it? No, it wasn't at all. But that makes me love it even more because... You can play it to people and they're like, oh, my God, what is this song? And you'll be like, oh, well, actually, it came out however many <laughs> years ago it was. And it's Robin and Royksop. Instant credibility that you've recommended an amazing electropop song, but also instant credibility that you've mentioned Royksop and Robin in the same sentence. God, that's triple credibility. Triple, triple threat. Yeah. Triple recommend score. Triple points this weekend on Track by Track. <laughs> And is that? Can I still get that and the fifteen pound meal deal? No, you can't. You can't oh. stack your offers, Dan. You oh, know this. God. Sorry. Oh, that's annoying. From your retail days, mm. you're going to need to choose which offer to take advantage of. I have to get my calculator out and work out which is best. My Argos pencil and a bit of paper, scrap of an envelope or something. Well, we, which is just like you when the bill comes and we've been out for dinner. I you don't have to get it down to the I'm pence. I'm not paying for everyone, and I'm not paying that bloody service charge either. 
Sorry, no one gives me service for, you know, for producing this wonderful podcast. Well, <laughs> apart from patrons, but this is for everyone this week, so. And your partner. Oh, I, oh, it's all subbed. Oh, I've touched a nerve. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I wish he would. <laughs> Quite a small one. Um. <laughs> so I think, Will, when this song came out back in 2009, I think this one passed me by. And as we've said, it wasn't a big hit in the UK at all. So I first heard this on the Apple Music playlist inspired by New Order. And I was just completely blown away by it. In fact, the whole playlist, if you like Track by Track and if you like New Order, that whole Inspired by New Order playlist is incredible. I think I mentioned it before, actually, because I go back to it all the time. But this mm, do you know, is I on don't, there. I don't like Track by Track and I definitely don't like New Order. <laughs> right. Okay. But musically... Musically... I just love the absolute grandiose sound to this song from the off. It kind of feels like something Trevor Horn might have produced for the Pet Shop Boys in more recent times. There's also a bit of kind of Eurythmics. Uh, that vocal sample at the start feels Annie Lennox-ish. Uh, the drive of the synths is almost craftwork And I think there's so many that have thrown more influences at this one, I think, and more kind of pop music influences than any other Royksop song, I think. And of course, it led to the Do It Again EP, with Rooksop and Robin, which I'm sure we'll have to go track by track through at some point. Oh, wonderful stuff. Absolutely wonderful. And they actually, actually toured can together. We just, can we just listen to that now? Yeah. Please. Oh, imagine that. Curveball. We just put a different album on. I've just clicked on it now on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Let's get back to the album, shall we? And we're on to track number three now. Vision one. Vision one there, and where else do you go after a banger like the girl and the robot? You've got to bring it down a bit, hasn't it? Haven't you? Because you can't take, you can't continue, or you can't raise it any higher. So this track does, for the first part, really start much more low key, maybe a little bit more familiar territory for Royksop fans. But sure enough, uh, some grinding synths and vocals uh, kick in, and it becomes something altogether more complex. Yeah, synths are grinding and whirring and squelching, which is a word that I'm using more and more. I think just because it normally I get a little giggle from you for saying it. So I'm just kind of <laughs> acting like the class clown, actually. And I didn't disappoint then. I did giggle you then when you said didn't. it as well. You rarely oh. disappoint, actually, Will. Oh, thank you for all that. That's nice. A rare moment of positivity on track by track. Quite predictable, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But it is a really interesting song because this is an English language version of a remix they did of a song called Singer Song by a Japanese singer-songwriter called Sri Nobuchika. And I feel like that's that's quite a Pet Shop Boys thing to do, isn't it? To do a remix of a song 
and then to actually record your own version of it because you realise how bloody good it is. It is a Pet Shop Boys thing to do, but it's also what we love in music. You know, just some just some com- complexity and just some real passion and care. I'm not saying music artists don't have compassion and care, but just that level of detail is what we love about music. And this, once I'd, once I'd learned that, I think I could definitely hear that the remix elements of this because the instrumental parts go on and on and on and they build and build and build and then you kind of hear the dance beats a little bit more and as we often say well more is more oh yeah and this is you know it's a lovely it's a really chunky five minutes as well so it has time for that lovely more reflective start before it really kicks in as well and actually you know apart from the first track and the last track every other track is between like four and a half and six minutes long on this album which we're all for get we don't want those bloody radio edits do we now if you want to do a radio edit put it on a single mm. don't put it on the album don't and, nope. and and particularly don't include it as a bonus track on the album that no. is just taking the piss it's annoying it's not a bonus it's the, what's the opposite of a bonus because that's what it is a uh a kick in the nuts oh there you go although some people like that each to their own no each to their own, but not me. It's very uncomfortable. No. But you do like someone walking over you in a pair of stilettos, don't you? <laughs> I don't know where you heard that, Dan. I don't know I who's wearing the stilettos either. Are you wearing the stilettos and they're just walking over you with bare feet? I'm, it's not for me to get involved in. And on vocals on this one is Anneli Drecker. Uh, Anneli is a long-term collaborator of Royxops. She featured on Sparks from their debut album. But I first heard of Anneli because she has worked with AHA as well. AHA! Uh, she has played live with them, but also she appears on Turn the Lights Down from their Lifelines album, which we have to do one day. But we have to do all their albums one day, really. Track number four now. This must be it. It is. This must be it there, and this is a just like a real shot of euphoria in this track. It, is, it reminds me a bit of like the gossip back from their heyday as well, a little bit when it starts off, because it's full on from the word go. It's a proper druggy song. No, 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 I don't, no, 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 actually, that's unfair. Well, it's a proper dancing song. <laughs> that's the, the church version, is it? <laughs> <laughs> And you were the church virgin, weren't you? Oh, no, sorry, you didn't. That, I misheard. There were no virgins at that church. You were the church verger. <laughs> and at the end of the day, the vicar would sit you down and tell you a joke and you would never get the answer, the punchline. Oh, you know, at first I didn't get that punchline. I just clocked on a few oh, things later. You've got to be quite sharp to be on track by track. Yeah, well, one of us. It's the yin and yang, isn't it? Sharp and blunt. Mm. And you are very... Bl- anyway, sorry, sorry. Privacing on. But it is a, a very dancey song. I find it's quite relentless, this one. 
the, the repetition in the chorus as well, the piano and how those keys are just bashing out hints of house music. And then just, I think the thing you get with Roiksop a lot, and you definitely get it in this song, is it feels like there's so many different textures and elements and layers mm. to every song. And the more you listen to it, the more you pick up as well, which is a real treat for the ears. Who is the singer on this one? She's a fantastic voice. So the singer on this is Karen Dreyer. So Karen featured on the previous album. As we said before, Roiksop liked to uh, work with a lot of the same artists, so Robin and Anneli Lovey. But Karen was one half of The Knife with their brother. And The Knife, this is blowing my mind, actually. They originally wrote and recorded Heartbeats, which Jose Gonzalez covered and made this massive track. I always mm. thought it was his track. So, no, love the knife version. They did a brilliant job with that track. I, I can just hear it kind of bouncing around in my head now. And they also did... I also want to say they. This is in the plural sense now. <laughs> it's very tricky. You're always tiptoeing everywhere. I could see you were being really careful not to fall over yourself. Mm. And they also did a track called We Share Our Mother's Health, which featured in Ugly Betty, and Wrap Your Arms Around Me, which featured in The Handmaid's Tale. So just like Roiksop, lots of music in lots of film and TV. Uh, but Karen now performs as Fever Ray, who had a track called If I Had a Heart, which was used in Vikings and Breaking Bad. It's just like everything they create is just perfect for a film soundtrack or score. And, you know, a lot of Roiksop's music is very, I mean, has been used and featured as you've, as you've already shared a bit, but it is very soundtrackable music, isn't it? It's so atmospheric, can be, often be very moody, or if you want a, a, a kind of balls out of the bag, pop as a clock nightclub scene, they can cater to that as well. They've got you covered, whatever you want. Cater to you, yes. Whatever you want, did it, whatever did you it. like. did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. When are we doing status quo? I'd love to. Oh. Listeners, let us know. Do you want us to go track by track through a status quo album? And also, did you expect us to ask you that on a Roiksop episode? That's the beauty of track by track. Father's Day, special edition. Dad rock. And this is another single, wasn't it, Dan? But again, not one that really set anything on fire. But that's not the point. That is not the point at all. But yeah, third and final single from this project. I'm going to mention it now, Will, because we've already discussed our further listening for later and it's not going to be played later. But there is a wonderful Thin White Duke remix of this track. Uh, Thin White Duke is, of course, friend of the podcast, Mrs. Stuart Price. Track number five, then. Wakes up forever. Roxop Forever. Have to say, actually, before we had confirmed that we were doing this episode, I asked uh, Siri, other digital servants are available, uh, just to play me some Roxop. And this was the first song that came on. And I recognized it, but I wasn't 100% sure if this was them because I was thinking of 
the girl and the robot or uh, Happy Up Here or something like that. This is a, a little stunning but very epic instrumental, isn't it? It is beautiful and it's perfectly placed halfway through the album um, as the kind of, I suppose, a moment of reflection uh, and a moment to breathe as well. I do like breathing. I sound like Helen from Big Brother 2. I like blinking, <laughs> I do. Bring back Big Brother. And who's doing vocals on this one, Dan? Uh, no one, I don't think. <laughs> it's an instrumental. I was trying to catch you out. <laughs> oh, you did as well. And listeners may recognise this, but never have known where it's from. This was used on The X Factor in 2009 as some of the background music. 2009... A classic year for X Factor. This is when you had Simon, Louis, Cheryl and friend of Track by Track, Danny. And the contestants that year included the winner, Joe McEldry, Ollie Mers, runner-up, Stacey Solomon in third place. And of course, the real winners of that series, Jedward. Ah, oh, and that's a very specific reference, Dan. How did you know that? Just good research, I guess. Or good memory. Good memory. Um, when I go on Mastermind one day, the X Factor will be, will be my specialist subject. And we say many ridiculous things, but that is not a joke. They're not even joking. I did actually, what I should have said is when I go to Celebrity Mastermind one day. (laughs) Podcaster Damble. Mm. Fame at last. So another sample on this one, Will, it samples Sweets for My Lady by Skylark. Sweets is in a musical suite, not a thing of celebrations or some tin of travel sweets or something like that. Humbug. Um, (laughs) <laughs> Humbug. Skylark, if you didn't know, they are a Canadian band from the early 70s featuring David Foster. And he went on to have an incredible career. He's written and produced the likes of Whitney, Mary J and Buble. And he was also a judge on the American version of Pop Stars back in 2000, which was kind of running at the same time as our Pop Stars and led to the band Eden's Crush featuring Nicole Scherzinger. And their debut album, like our very own hearsay, was called Pop Stars. Eden's Crush, also another great name for one of those Glade plugins. Yes. Right, move on. Move on. Track six now. Miss it so much. Finally happened <laughs> after three and a half years. I can talk about Leaky Lee actually being on a track on track by track. I can't believe it's finally happened after what feels like hundreds of of mentions. Uh, it's uh, it's it's the time is here. So Dan, just go for it. Get it off your chest. Let me talk about the track. Yeah. So this is. I mean, let's talk about Leaky Lee's vocals at first. She's got this really distinct, kind of very sweet, almost quite fractured voice. And on some of her own songs, you'd you'd hear this uh, on more like delicate, sometimes very stripped back tracks. But I love how it works against this very chunky synthy. 
background from Rogue's Up. And I think it's just, it's so great as well, the way it just kicks off after that wonderfully moody mid-album track. You're almost kind of straight back into uh, the good stuff. My, just my opinion, just my opinion. I did enjoy the other one because I didn't talk about the artwork, but uh, this is fantastic. Uh, another highlight on the album for me. And this wasn't a single. As we've said, there was the three singles. I feel like this could have been one. I feel like this should have been one. Uh, but as we often say, it's really nice to have these gems on an album that we know about because we love the album and listen to the whole album. But you wouldn't necessarily know if you hadn't had gotten stuck into it. Definitely. And also worth pointing out, if if this is the first time you've heard Leaky Lee's voice and her songwriting style, because she did co-write this one, uh, and you want a little bit more, of course, she's got some incredible solo albums out there. But also she did a track on the Clear Up album, Clear Up, of course, did With Every Heartbeat with Robin. And there's a song called Until We Bleed with Leaky Lee on there as well. But yeah, it's great because I think when there's lots of space in the track when Leaky Lee's not singing and Royksop really do kind of break the song down and then build it back up again, layer by layer and all these kind of different things, as you'd expect from them, as you hear throughout the album, these kind of miniature electronic explosions just happening around you. Track number seven now. Tricky, tricky. So tricky, tricky there. I love how down and dirty this dirty this track is. It reminds me of something that could have been on uh, Robin's album, Robin. You know the one Kanichiwa that album. Yes, yeah, that's the one we did, isn't it? When we we've yes. done one Robin album so far, and that is the one. And yes, this could well have been on there. Uh, but it's not Robin who is the vocalist, is it? No, Karen's back, which I know for anyone working in retail or hospitality, if you say Karen's back, it's, you know, very triggering. But no, it's Karen, of course, from one of the previous tracks. And yeah, I just love how it's quite trancy, actually, this one, isn't it? Mm. Karen's back and she wants to talk to the manager about her consumer law rights. (laughs) Sounds like you've heard that exact sentence somewhere. Yes, and more often than not, she doesn't have any. And actually, to our listener... Karen, who keeps trying to get a refund, you're not having it because you're not a patron. All right. <laughs> There's nothing to refund. Exactly. She wants, she just wants some blood. Money. She wants our sweat and tears. Uh, but you're right. It is quite trancy, but I just love how hard and grinding the synth is running through this track. Uh, and some brilliant uh, lyrics and, vo- um, and no, actually some brilliant lyrics to it as well. You, I saw yeah. you giving it some seven, eight, nine. Six is scared of seven, because seven, eight, nine. In a way, it's a bit of a dad joke, but the way it's delivered here seems very cool. And as well as Karen on vocals, you also have Royksop credited as the vocoded mystique, which sounds like another one of your Glade plugins. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I wonder if we can get a fourth one out of today's episode. Oh, that'd be lovely, but I'm sure we can. Squeeze one out. 
But it definitely is tricky, tricky how this song ends and then just starts back up again. It's like it came back from the dead. A bit like... No, that's too dark. Too dark. Wow, that's you saying that. So I'm <laughs> dread to think. Christ. And uh, Roik's Up shared the stems of this one for a remix competition. Twice within the last six months, say, an artist that I like has done that. And I've downloaded them and I've thought, what if actually I'm a really good producer and remixer? I've got absolutely no history of doing it or training or whatever experience. But I just have this idea that if I actually put my mind to it, I'd be really good. But I haven't done anything with them. I was going to say, what did you do with them in the end? Just sat in my downloads folder. With all sorts of other things. Probably should get to that. Yeah, just draw a veil over that. Thank you. Mm. Track number eight now. You don't have a king clue. Ducking clue. What a great time for some melancholic, quietly pounding pop music. Mm. And sorry, Dan, I didn't mean, I wasn't actually deliberately, I didn't make that deliberately sound like I was going to talk about the artwork. It's just how it came out. (laughs) Oh, so you're not going to talk about it? (laughs) No, I'm not. This is lovely, isn't it? It is. And Anelli's bag, Anelli Draker, uh, Draker, sorry, on the vocals and the co-write on this one, which has made me think... I would really love an AHA and Roiksop collaboration. Oh. Two Norwegian pop electronic legends. And I quickly looked into it. I did, I did think, have they done anything together? And there is a mashup online of Early Morning by AHA and What Else Is There by Roiksop. But then I found out that AHA, they might not be up for it because Roiksop broke their record uh, for the highest charting album on the Billboard 200 by a Norwegian artist, Hunting High and Low had it for years, uh, and then Roiksop broke it. Or actually, maybe AHA would be really happy for them and proud, and I'm just a very bitter person. No. Roiksop broke their bed by jumping up and down on it, and they were furious. Mm. Uh, I reckon they'd be very very supportive and very, yeah. They're probably not mates, but I'd, they'd get on, I'd imagine. They've probably they chat festivals and whatnot. Yeah, they chat if they bumped e- into each other in the back in the green back areas and things. But it's a lovely juxtaposition to the previous track. Very light, very bouncy, very sweet. And also on this one, on the strings, you've got Davide Rossi. He also uh, prided the strings for the girl and the robot. Rokes up forever. And the next track, but I like how he adds this new dimension uh, with these strings, but particularly towards the end of the track, when it kind of, it's, it, they stand alone, they stand proud. Track number nine then, with Davide Rossi on the strings, it's Silver Cruiser.
cruiser there. Uh, not a reference to your uncle, Dan. Um, <laughs> they dropped the charges anyway, I heard. Uh, so. Oh, no. Back up in court, but anyway, that's. Oh, yeah. God. Will you just take a hint? Uh, so, uh, anyway, what a great time to talk about the fantastic album artwork. Oh. Oh, and this is a real curiosity, isn't it? Uh, you've got the two lads stood highlighted in grey in the middle and you, on the right-hand side you've got a a, a hand uh, holding a phone. You've got a big chunk of rock. You've got some wet patches. You've got some feathered eyes and what looks like a half moon as well. Uh, and font watches back. It's a very intricate, interesting, bespoke Roixop font as well. I think... The diversity and uh, weirdness of this cover is very reflective of the album itself. Dan. Quite right and well said. Also, love the Roikesop logo. Mm. A lovely bit of writing. Do, do you like the tr- this track? I mean, I don't dislike the track. It's just, it just doesn't really do anything and go anywhere for me. I do like the song. It does feel like... A bit of a journey definitely feels like more of a film score or something like that. But interesting, you said it made you think of my uncle. Silver Cruiser made me think of one of those river trips where they take all the old deers up the Ganges or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Well Thank done. Very much. <laughs> Maybe that's where the wet patches on the cover came from. Or a silver cruiser could be one of those mobility scooters as well. Oh, like Madge from Benidorm. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for Benidorm the movie. They've got to do it one day, haven't they? If they can do it for Downton, they can do it for Benidorm. <laughs> I'd rather not. Mm. Track number 10 then, the penultimate track. This is True to Life. So true to life there. What I really like about this album is I think it's completely a cohesive album, but there's so much going on and so many different sounds in the songs. Out of nowhere on this one, it's the second to last track on the album, but it feels quite trip hoppy almost. It does. It's very also very drummy as well. And it's one of those songs well placed towards the end of an album because it does feel like it's coming to a climax of some description. Of some, of some description. And it's Anneli Lovey again on the vocals with this one. And again, it's great to see her on three very different sounding tracks. But with this one, I can really imagine it going off live. And I think I mentioned at the start of the episode, I've yet to see them live. Would absolutely love to. Will, have you been lucky enough to? I haven't, unfortunately. Uh, I would love to see Roxop do a a DJ set would be really cool, but I'd love to see them do more of a stand-up show with... Not stand-up show. Uh, that sounds like comedy. <laughs> <laughs> My mother-in-law. Uh, <laughs> she's lovely, by the way. Um, she is, I met her. 
Oh, she didn't like you. Oh, very nice. Well, I didn't like her. No, no, come on. I'm not that Two-faced, two-faced. Mm. Uh, but no, a full show with uh, guest vocalists uh, doing some of the hits and album tracks that they love as well. So that would be nice. Please. Please, lads. I'm sure you're going to roll your eyes when I say this, Will, but new album coming out, Glastonbury, a little bit later this year. I mean, that'd be pretty amazing, wouldn't it? Yes, I think it's a bit of a jump, though, Dan. I just don't, I just don't, I just can't see it happening. And you'll happily tell me I told you so when it does happen, but I just can't see it happening. I'm actually going to pay for it myself, just so I can say I told you so. It'll be worth every penny. <laughs> Take out a payday loan for that. High interest. And we're on to the last track of the album proper. Don't forget, further listening, still to come. Uh, but here is It's What I Want. So it's what I want there. And it's funny, isn't it? For the last track on the album, this is one of the more traditional, straight-up pop uh, contributions to this album in terms of the sounds, the instruments, the instruments, (laughs) uh, and the length as well. You know, it's around three minutes. Uh, I think it's a nice, short, sharp, uh, punchy end to the album, actually. Yeah, I completely agree. It's almost... As you mentioned earlier, the album's bookended by these two short tracks and it feels like one really is setting the stall out for... Oh, setting the stall out. We've not seen that for a little while, have we? It's unusual to say that right at the end of the album. (laughs) (laughs) But that's like me at a car boot sale. I set my stall out about 6pm, so everyone's gone home. Apart from the cleaners. Yeah, but then they normally take a few bits off me out of pity, so everyone's a winner. (laughs) What was I saying? Um... So the first track, very electronic, letting you know what this album's about. But then, of course, after Junior came Senior, which was full of instrumentals, a much more ambient affair. And I almost feel like this potentially is paving the way to that. And, you know, I don't think they saved the best to last. It's not my favourite track on the album, but I love, again, that change in sound. I love the fact that it's works up on vocals. This time, uh, Anelli is there, but as a backing singer... And I just, again, I love that it's three minutes. It just feels like a good little sucker punch to end things. And can I just say, at the end of the episode as well, almost, every time we've said junior, then senior, I just keep thinking about that. Dun, 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 dun. Everybody. Move your feet. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh, oh. Bong, bong, bong. Every so often, I'm reminded of the fact that one of them co-wrote Born This Way with Lady Gaga, and that blows my mind. Will, I think you've got a fax coming through. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when your phone used to do that just before a call came in? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Anyway, let's just talk about uh, the how the album was received. Dan, it was very well received. Good. Uh, the The Guardian, NME, Observer, 
the Times absolutely bloody loved this album. Uh, and so did uh, the album charts, actually, because it got to number 21 in the UK. Uh, it was charting in the States and all over Europe. So although the singles weren't exactly uh, flame-throwingly good uh, in terms of performance, the quality was there, the album certainly performed a lot better. So yeah, it just missed out on the top 20. I find it quite amazing that the albums that came before this charted better. The debut album ended at number nine, sorry. The debut album peaked at number nine, the second album, number 13. This, as they continue their journey and with all these huge names in it, I feel like it should, it did well, but I feel like it should have done better. But hey, positivity. Let's have some further listening. That's positive, isn't it? That is very positive. And Will, I'd love to go first if that's okay. Oh, oh, put yourself out there. Good for you. Okay, Dan, what have you gone for? So I have gone for one of the bonus tracks from the Japanese version of the album. How could I not talk about Leaky Lee once again, given half the chance? So this is Were You Ever Wanted? So Leakily is back there with Were You Ever Wanted? But this is so different to Miss It So Much, isn't it? It's trancy. It's almost like Leakily is sampled rather than a featured artist on this. I think really yeah. she sounds fantastic, but it's all about that music. That so it almost gives me a bit of a headache listening to this in a good way, if that's possible. <laughs> uh, because it's so, it's it's very full on, and I could totally see your point. Will, what have you gone for? Uh, so it wouldn't be right to do a dance album and not feature a remix of some kind. So here is Rex the Dog's remix of This Must Be It. <laughs> So that was Rex the Dog's remix of This Must Be It. I love Rex the Dog's remixes and this puts an extra donk on it. It makes it even more electronic uh, and makes it uh, a bit faster as well. A couple of interesting facts about Rex the Dog. He is actually called Jake Williams. He's British producer, remixer. He co-wrote, well no actually he wrote uh, Bullet in the Gun as part of Planet Perfecto, if you remember that one, with Paul Oakenfold. Mm-hmm. And also, he was JX. There's nothing I won't do. Anything you want me to. I can't take my hands off you or eyes off you. Uh, both. Why not? Uh, take, <laughs> put them all on me and then take them off. Take them off again. So what do you, what do you think of that then, Dan? 
Yeah, I love this one. The digitalism and the vocoded vocals on this one are fantastic. I just feel like it's trance, dance, electronic remix heaven. And then the steel drums come in. Goodness me, wasn't expecting that. But more, more is more, like I said at the start. Also, digitalism, great electronic group as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what I meant to say. I also didn't know who Rex the Dog was, found out. Uh, well, you probably knew it already, to be fair, but uh, all the information was brand new to me. But also, Ian Masterson was part of Planet Perfecto as well, wasn't he? Which Was he? Was he? Oh, interesting. Oh. No, it was interesting. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound like <laughs> I wasn't interested. Well, well you did. Uh, and, but I've got an even more interesting fact than that, Will. My grandma's brother's dog is actually called Rex. So that's <laughs> the episode has peaked. We're out, out of time. time. Woof, woof. <laughs> uh, I think your family dog fact uh, was the final nail in the coffin for this this episode. Uh, but do let us know uh, what you think about Junior and Senior and Royksop and Robin and Licky Lee and Rex the dog and Digitalism. And everyone else we've talked about this episode at Track by Track UK, if you please. And if you want even more Track by Track next week, don't forget you can join us on Patreon where you get weekly episodes as well as the chance to vote on future episodes, as well as exclusive series, as well as early access when we finally do the album with the artist that's coming very soon. As you will have already seen, if you're listening at time of release next week on Patreon, Another legendary Scandi pop act. It's Aqua. My oh my. And I think the Aqua and Royksop, very, very, very good stable mate. Very strong stable mates. I'd love to hear Royksop remix uh, an Aqua track. Oh God. Yeah, but Cartoon Heroes, please. That is, no, it's not on this album, is it? Boom, boom, boom. 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 <laughs> also, if you've enjoyed the episode, please do be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us to give us a rating and a five-star review, maybe. Please. Do it for Rex the Dog. My ah. great-uncle's Rex the Dog, not the not the remixer. Uh, well, oh, great-uncle, the Silver Cruiser. Yes. Innocent until proven... Even until... Innocent until proven guilty. Taking all those old deers up the Ganges. <laughs> no, because he's a sailor. <laughs> and he does like semen. Mm. So, until next time... I've been Rex the dog. The and dog, I've... not the remixer. <laughs> and I've been a son of a gun. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, but no, we're not about the seniors tonight, uh, today. We are getting into the juniors. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a mistake. <laughs> Oh, Will, that's reminding me. Is your favourite film still Confessions of a Window Cleaner? Yeah. <laughs> you watch that every yeah. week. Yeah, I just love the innuendo. I uh, don't like to bring it into my work, though. Uh, just the saucy, <laughs> classic British humour of the time, which I've never really moved on from. Mm. Uh, what is your dad's name? Uh, Nick. Oh. Not not Ernick. Nick. That was me just trying Er to think what my dad's name was. (laughs) Ernie. (laughs) My mum's called Bert. (laughs) 
<laughs> you've got to build it up. And then you got to, and if you want to see some more.